You're listening to the Charity Champions Podcast. Each year, TFNB Your Bank for Life chooses six nonprofits from around Central Texas to recognize as Charity Champions. Tonight's Charity Champion is... Champions enjoy live on-field presentations at Baylor University home football and basketball games, online broadcast and print marketing exposure, and world-class leadership development through 360 Solutions, all at no cost to the nonprofit. In this podcast, we want to get to know our Charity Champions a little better. We're bringing those who help and those who have been helped into the studio to hear the stories behind the champions. On this episode, NeighborWorks Waco. President and CEO Roy Nash explains how NeighborWorks is building stronger neighborhoods. We're all about putting people in homes that they can afford to own for the long term. And now, let's get to know our champion. Roy, welcome to the Charity Champions Podcast. Can we start with just introductions? Let's uh, learn who you are. Okay, Roy Nash, and I'm President and CEO of NeighborWorks Waco. And so what is NeighborWorks for people who don't know? Well, NeighborWorks is an organization that helps families purchase their first home. We're all about home ownership. We think that home ownership is, is one of the best ways for Americans and others to build wealth, if you will. And wealth, with a little caveat there, that doesn't mean you're going to be, quote, rich with, with money, but build wealth in the fact that it's rich for your family, for your family's well-being and so forth, you're going to save a little bit of money by becoming a homeowner. You're, the, the costs, sure, they're going to continue to go up a little bit, but not necessarily like if you're out on the market for rent mm-hmm. and so forth. Once you've bought a home, you know, you've locked in that price essentially forever unless you get a home improvement loan and that kind of thing. So, in fact, here lately, the cost of housing even though it's gone up, the cost of financing housing has gone down. Mm. So, so anyway, it's a great time to be a homeowner. Our organization is all about home ownership. We're going to do everything we can to help low income, moderate income. Certainly wealthy folks don't have an issue per se, but we tend to aim at primarily low and moderate income families to help them become a homeowner for the very first time. If I've seen this correctly, there's a larger NeighborWorks organization, and then you guys are the Waco chapter. Is that correct? Yes. Now, we're all locally autonomous, but there's about 240 NeighborWorks organizations across the country. They don't all have NeighborWorks in their name, Mm -hmm. and that's okay. We happen to, but there's 240 of us, and uh, we all have our own programs nationally, NeighborWorks, one of their key components is home ownership as well. So we fall nicely under the uh, NeighborWorks mission of developing home ownership for low and moderate income families. So if I'm someone who comes to you and I don't have a home currently and I'm looking to get one, I'm a lower income person, like you said, what are some of the steps that your organization would help me with? So the process for for buying a home through our organization is number one, we're going to uh, run a credit report on you. We're going to get all of your information with your job and so forth, your income. Uh, we're going to determine your financial viability. And uh, for most folks who come to us, they they probably have at least one or two issues uh, with finances, either not enough money for a big down t- payment or typically a little lower credit score than, than uh, they might need to get the best loan. So starting out, we're going to do a counseling session with our applicants to determine what their needs are. 
So everybody's unique with their needs. But those are the most common issues that we find is lack of money for a decent down payment and credit issues. So uh, we're going to put a, a corrective course of action together for each client so that they can improve uh, their either ability to put together a little bit of money for a down payment and or improve their credit. So those are the two primary things that we start working on initially. And then when they've uh, come to a point, we, we want them to, to receive further education. So we have both um, ownership courses, what we call financial freedom uh, courses as well, so that they will understand what they need to do in a group setting uh, with people to see that, hey, they're not the only one. There's plenty of people that, that have the same issues you do. And let's, let's hear from them how we're all going to solve these issues uh, individually by talking about it in group settings. That starts everybody out on their individual course uh, to becoming a homeowner for the first time. Do you find that a lot of people that apply for your organization have never had that kind of financial literacy information given to them before? Yeah, you know, financial literacy is something that they really do not teach in school. <laughs> uh, you might learn about numbers, how to add and subtract and, and divide and so forth, but you've never really been taught how to deal with your personal finances. Now, I know some courses in high school are probably making moves toward that, but it's an important endeavor and uh, you've got to take in all the circumstances of life and throw into that mix, you know, with kids, family, your job. And so when you finally arrived at where you are in life today, your issues need to be addressed individually and, and how you've handled credit and so forth. The early courses that you might have where they made a run at it in high school my guess is they, they don't cover all of the necessary topics dealing with your current situation that we certainly take in, into perspective. Where do these homes come from? Are they free homes? How does that work? <laughs> well, there's not too many free <laughs> homes out there on the market. So when a, when a customer comes to our place of uh, business, they are welcome to buy any home that they can afford. Not one that we built, not one that we rent or whatever. They are welcome to find any home that they think is right for them, and we will support them in that decision, and we'll help them work towards being able to, to make that purchase. Now, we also build homes uh, because we want customers to be able to have a choice. We think new homes are a great way to go. They might not be for everybody, but uh, you know we want folks to have a choice. We're building now in South, North, East Waco, we build some in a little bit in the suburbs as well. And uh, we even have a home coming up now between Waco and McGregor. Oh. And so a little bit more suburban. So we want customers to be able to have a choice of where they buy. And we want them to buy the best home that they can for their current situation. So you guys are mostly helping them understand the finances of homeownership, helping them financially to buy the house. Is that right? We do that, yes. And we are also a lender. We broker loans for different companies, and we also do some down payment closing cost assistance. So we help families to be able to buy a home with very little out of pocket. We also want them to be able to not have to pay the mortgage insurance, the private mortgage insurance, because that's not helping them at all. Uh, it's not paying back anything. And so that private mortgage insurance, we want 
the loan that they get, if possible, to be without private mortgage insurance as part of the mix of their payment, which means we might have to find them a loan where they allow us to participate with a second lien to be able to buy that home that would eliminate uh, the private mortgage insurance as part of that. So we want them to get the best interest rate, uh, the best payment that works for them. We absolutely do not want to put anybody into a home that they cannot afford. So the percentages have to work out correctly for them, the front end, the back end, and so forth. Uh, those percentages need to work out because we want every single family that we help to put in a home, we want them to be able to afford that home for life. Absolutely. No ifs, ands, or buts about that. We're all about putting people in homes that they can afford to own for the long term. And so a first-time homeowner, they may find a mortgage rate that works for them. They can afford that. But then there's all these extra costs that come with owning a home. So that's where you guys are kind of helping them out a little bit, right? Sometimes the, the only home that they might be able to afford is a home that has a lot of repairs needed. Now, boy, are we going to be all over that too? It's like, look, you might be able to afford this $80,000 home, but look what all it needs in repairs. You know, you might be spending... 20, 30, 40,000 in repairs and still not fix all the problems. And one of our clients coming through the program doesn't need to jump into a situation where they all of a sudden have to start doing maintenance on the home. It's our uh, feeling that customers should buy a home that's as maintenance free as possible. And there's not a maintenance free home. Let's <laughs> make sure of that. But we don't want you to buy a home that you're all of a sudden going to be going in and fixing everything about the home. Oh, it needs a new roof. It needs new windows. It needs, it's not level. All those things would be a mistake from our viewpoint for a customer to buy uh, an inexpensive home that they can afford, but yet it needs lots of repairs. Mm -hmm. And so mm -hmm. if that's the situation, we might even recommend that the, the uh, potential buyer hold off a while until they do find a home that's right for them, that works for them for the long term. I have a good example of that. We bought an older home with some nice big trees and it looked really beautiful, but we didn't know that underground they were destroying our pipes and our plumbing and it cost like $20,000 just to get that fixed. Hey, and I've just bought a, a, a rental property from myself and, and didn't realize, yeah, all those oak trees in the front yard look real nice, but we didn't spend as much as you did because I know how to get it done a little bit, maybe less expensive, but we had to dig it up and dig up the roots and and call the city out and get them to replace a bunch of stuff as well on their end. And yeah, that was unpleasant, very unpleasant situation. And so how did NeighborWorks get started in Waco? So, you know, back in the mid eighties, a group from Waco, I think, including uh, city council members and so forth, had attended an event in San Antonio, a housing event. And they, they found out that NeighborWorks has a, an organization in San Antonio. And at the time it was Neighborhood Housing Services of San Antonio. And they said, wow, this is a really neat deal what they're doing for their community. We need one of those in Waco. The group started working on that and they found out you got to go through a bunch of hoops to get a NeighborWorks organization in your town. And so I think it took them about five years worth of working on it. And finally in 1993, uh, they were able to get the organization chartered through the state of Texas and then accepted into the NeighborWorks organization. 
And I bet there's been ups and downs in that time period. And and what does kind of the state of housing, as far as you're concerned, look like in Waco right now? Well, you know, the the state of housing in Waco is, is good. It's getting more expensive. I mean, we've seen our costs. We were building new homes and selling them for as little as mid-90s for a three-bedroom, two-bath back about five years ago. And now those same homes are, are up approaching 150000 and above. What we're seeing is cost of materials, certainly cost of labor, all of those things. Interesting, this pandemic has put, seemed like more emphasis on housing and having a home is very comfortable. You need that comfortable home because you're going to be spending <laughs> a lot of time in it here lately. And so it's put more emphasis on housing. And so we've seen the increases in costs uh, the last over the last year, uh, pretty significant. But specifically lumber and plywood prices uh, and even roofing prices. And then there's always the labor that goes with that is getting more challenging. Housing is is great. It's been a good investment uh, because if you bought in five years ago, I can guarantee if you took care of your home, that house is probably worth at least 25% more than you paid for it and, and possibly even more than that. So Already, you've seen a good return on investment in the previous five years. You know, the downside of that is that means the taxes, property taxes might have gone up as well. And so you've got to you've got to be ready for that and take that into consideration uh, that taxes can go up uh, in the future. And so you've got to be able to handle that cost of uh, possibly even insurance and so forth, tax taxes both. Uh, increasing through the years. So that's the double-edged sword of your business is they, if they can get a home, it's a great investment. If they, if they have trouble, the prices are higher than they've been. Absolutely. So we've talked about counseling and the one-on-one -on -one classes and the helping them with the, with the finances. What other aspects of NeighborWorks is there? We want to be partners with uh, neighborhoods and partners with our community. And one of the aspects of our, of our jobs, so we Periodically, we'll have events in the community, whether it's a, a cleanup, fix-up kind of thing. We also do organizational-type events, but we like to do community events, and we certainly support the arts. Uh, in Waco, we've had good partnerships with the art community. About seven years ago, eight years ago, we started Art on Elm Avenue, and that event is still popular today. We've handed that off to uh, an arts organization. It continues to be strong. We've had neighborhood groups that we've supported with uh, doing murals on, on walls and so forth that are, are wanted. Uh, we were a participant with a, with a really nice big mural on the East Waco Library that Doreen Ravenscroft uh, helped to put together the, with her organization, and we were a strong participant. I think we bought all the paint for that, for that wall there in East it's Waco and, and continued to buy paint for art murals and so forth uh, in different locations throughout the city. So we're all about being involved in the community because we know that's important. Uh, we've had youth programs in, in past, now not so much this year because of the pandemic. We've done in-school youth programs, after-school youth programs, and so forth. And now even today, this morning, I sat in on, on our homeless coalition uh, group. We're planning the uh, Homeless Connect event We've been a strong participant in that. In fact, a few years ago, I and we encouraged them to start a summer Homeless Connect event. 
And we had that in our backyard uh, there on Franklin Avenue at our place of business. And, and so it's important to stay connected with, with the entire community, we feel like, to help better our community. And we want to be good citizens to, to make that happen in Waco and the surrounding area. Is there any way you guys are helping the homeless kind of get homes or just trying to get them on their feet? How's that working? Well, when a homeless person is ready to make that move, we have seen some homeless end up becoming homeowners. And uh, so we're, we're there to give them direction uh, when they're ready to make that move. For most of them, it involves first getting a job, certainly getting a place where they can live that's safe and sanitary. And if they're ready to make that move, we're, we're there to help them. And so that's not really one of our, our goals in the, in the homeless program, but if it works out that way, we're there to help. So many of the homeless have uh, mental issues that need to be addressed. We want to be there to help them work through whatever struggles they're having so that they can come off the street and into decent housing. You know, in fact, one of the things that we, we haven't talked about yet today is that we own right now about 90 single family homes in the Waco area. We rent that many homes. We use those homes as incubators for families who aren't quite ready for home ownership. If you're a renter and you want to rent, we want you to be a good renter. And we're going to give you tips and so forth along the way. If you want to become a homeowner, we're going to help you get there. And we're going to tell you how that works. So it might take a year or two or three or more that we've seen folks have rented from us and eventually have become homeowners. And they know that the house they're living in, if you want to buy that, you can. But if you want to leave that house, we'll allow you to break your rent if you're going to become a homeowner, even mid-month. And you can use the deposit uh, for your down payment on the home that you want to buy. So and we'll help with financing and, and education and all that to help you get there as you might move into homeownership. Uh, we also have a, a property we're developing right now. Uh, that will have 27 duplexes, so 54 uh, units, uh, will all two-bedroom, two-bath. Uh, this will be uh, on in what we call our Belmont Village project that's about a block and a half behind HEB there on Valley Mills, South Valley Mills Drive. It'll be a beautiful little community, and so if somebody wants to get into an incubator situation where they're not quite ready for home ownership, hey, you might want to consider that. The units aren't even finished yet. We've got our first four, I believe, that are coming up with sticks out of the ground now. They'll be ready, though, we think, first part of, of the coming year. And so how do you guys fund your projects? So we fund our projects really by all you, it's all the above. So uh, we get grants. Uh, we get grants from our uh, national sponsor, NeighborWorks America, uh, that, that furnishes part of our part of our income, but, but we really have to work as a nonprofit to do most of our support. And so through programs like our construction programs, I mean, we sell those homes, we make a small profit, at least a small cash flow, if you will. Our rental program, we make a little bit of money on our rental properties. They're all rented at, at market rate or just under market rate. So we've had to, to use grants to help us get money to invest in real estate and again, we've made most of our money in real estate, uh, and that's where everybody uh, should be making some money, even by owning a home. You too can make money in real estate. So it's been a good business to be in as a nonprofit. 
because the cost of that real estate keeps keeps going up. You know, we were buying city lots a few years ago for as little as five hundred dollars a lot. Today we're bidding on two lots that were listed at the two together were listed at thirty one thousand in a fairly low income part of Waco, and we're bidding. 35,000 on those lots because we heard there's six other bidders that want some of those lots. So, so we're, we're trying to stay ahead of the game. You've got to have some land to build on lots to build on to build houses. So we're at it every day looking for uh, the best deals so that we can make good deals for, for our clients uh, to be able to afford a home of their own. Do you have any stories of people you've helped and how appreciative they were? You know, the story that I like to tell is back in my early days with the organization, I think back in 2004, uh, we were putting on a home ownership fair at the uh, fairgrounds, Heart of Texas Fairgrounds. One of the things we did to attract people to come to that home ownership fair was we offered free hot dogs and chips and drinks for your whole family. And it's free admission to the event. And we had a, a, a young lady uh, came with her two sons. Uh, they were renting a home in, in East Waco. And she told us, I'm only here for the free hot dogs for my kids <laughs> and for the for myself. She walked away that day uh, knowing that she was going to be able to buy a home mm-hmm. of her own, a brand new home, one that we were building in East Waco. This young lady was working three jobs to support herself. She had one unusual disability, and that is that she was illiterate. She could not read. And we told her, that's not a prerequisite for becoming a homeowner. We'll, we'll help you with all the reading assignments and, and reading all the documents at the closing. But you've got decent income coming in. You can afford this home. And how many years later are we now? That young lady is still in that home in East Waco uh, with her kids and uh, he's even had more kids from what I understand. So if she could do it, anybody could do it. Uh, It's a neat story that she came for the food and walked away with a house. (laughs) That is amazing. All right. If people want to get involved with your organization, what's the best way to go about doing that? I think if if somebody wants to get involved with NeighborWorks Waco, just let us know what what your involvement, what you'd like to do. You know, we've had churches that have been involved with us uh, with doing home improvements uh, with for folks, elderly folks or disabled folks who, who need the help, we'll help them find those houses and we'll pre-qualify the owner of those houses so that we verify that they indeed are needy and that without outside help, they could not improve their house houses themselves. So, so one of the things we're doing is working with churches uh, to find those houses that they can come and bring volunteers to paint, fix up, do some minor home repairs and so forth. We've been worked with uh, one neat one is, is Clayton Homes. They've taken on some big older Waco homes that need the whole package redone on the outside, including the roof and all the siding and doors, windows and so forth. So we're ready to work with particularly organizations who want to want to get involved with us. We'll help you find houses that need help uh, in Waco. And certainly if they're just individuals, if they want to volunteer to help us with some of our office work and so forth, there's there's things we can find for them to do uh, that will be helpful uh, indeed for us. 
Okay, and so you guys are a charity champion this year, which means we really want you to think big about what's the big thing that you need right now more than anything else that if somebody's listening right now, they could help you out with. Certainly cash is always, always welcome, but one of our biggest needs, again, every day we're looking for real estate opportunities. So if somebody has a, an old rental house that's maybe in disrepair and, and they're tired of messing with it, hey, donate it to a 501c3 organization, take that tax write-off. We'll take that house and fix it up and turn it into one of our incubator properties, uh, make it a first-class property uh, that will help our organization. Or if you have a lot or even land uh, that we can develop, we're welcome to look at any real estate opportunities. Uh, we haven't got involved that much in uh, commercial, but we've talked about if we need to get involved in commercial a little bit, particularly on the rental aspect of commercial, we're ready to do that as well. So we'll take a look at any real estate that somebody might have that they possibly might uh, want to donate to NeighborWorks. We're ready to take it and make it uh, productive uh, for the community. Excellent. What's the best way for people to reach you? Certainly call our office number at 254-752-1647. And then they'll have the smorgasbord of our different staff members. I think mine is 101 pound. Uh, you can reach me if you'd like, uh, but you'll have the smorgasbord of our uh, uh, eight staff members available. And, and we're available 24 hours a day, essentially. Uh, we, we have the technology where you call our office, it's going to ring to our cell phone wherever we are. So it's, you're going to find us if you want to get, get to us. Uh, we're welcome to receive those calls at any time. And I'm assuming you're also on, on the web and also on social media and stuff like that? We are on the web at nw-waco.org. Certainly we're on Facebook at NeighborWorks Waco. We're pretty easy to find. Just type us in NeighborWorks Waco. We're going we're gonna to come up. We're going to show up. So go to our website our Facebook page and so forth. Uh, we're going to be there for you. All right, Roy, thank you so much for being on the podcast and congratulations for being a charity champion. Hey, Randy, we are thrilled to be a charity champion this year and we're looking forward to uh, having our program exposed uh, to uh, the area like never before. So we are really thrilled. Thank you very much. Excellent. Thanks for listening to the Charity Champions Podcast. If you're listening on iTunes or Apple Podcasts, please take a moment to rate and review us. This helps our podcast reach more listeners. Have a charity you'd like to nominate for next season? Visit charitychampions.org and look for the Nominate button at the top of the page. You can also find more information on this podcast and all Charity Champions at charitychampions.org. We'll see you next time.